and welcome to the dedicated podcast once again this is episode two i am your host kate katie caitlin one of those names is just fine (laughs) and um yeah welcome back thank you again for pressing play on this episode and um, giving this podcast a chance um my goal for this show isn't entirely clear i will be very upfront about that um however i do want to focus on family matters i do want to focus on um the crisis of broken homes in america and really just um make a platform for young people especially young women who find themselves without a purpose in their life and are looking for one and are tempted by the ways that the world and our society and all its evils are um, tem- tempted by what the world has to offer in terms of a substitute for that purpose that they might have, the good purposes that they might have otherwise for their lives. And just um, <clears throat> encourage people who are listening. I think that there is a drastic horrible lack of encouragement in our everyday lives and I think that's what I can do really well is encourage people so um also I also just want this to be a platform where people uh, young people can come for advice can really just start learning from the ground up on certain issues that they never really had an opinion about before and I was that was me um a few uh years ago a few years ago I was a young woman with very few um, strong opinions. And now I have more strong opinions than I did before because I'm more informed and because I'm not as soft as I was before. Now I can handle some tougher subjects that are hard to learn about because it really, it's not fun learning about the awful things going on in the world. It's not fun, you know... How should I say this? It's not fun having your eyes op- like opened that way. But you know what? It's, it's better to voluntarily open your eyes than for someone to have to open your eyes for you, if that makes sense. Um, so there's a lot to learn when it comes to parenthood, when it comes to starting a family, when it comes to being a young person in the younger generations in this country. Things are getting more complicated, more regulated, more, um, um, yeah, just more complicated in general. (laughs) That's just the perfect way to say that. Um, Things are becoming way more complicated. So yeah, let's 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 try to start uncomplicating things, or at least, you know, pass on some knowledge that maybe we are not getting from the elders in our lives for one reason or another. Um. We want to start from righteousness and continue with righteousness, um, with facts, but also, you know, understanding that feelings are important, but making sure that we put them in their proper place. By the way, as a quick side note, if I keep, um, if I keep clearing my throat, it's because right before I started recording, I had a bowl of ice cream. And in hindsight, that probably wasn't a good idea because dairy does nothing good for your voice. So 
I should know that as a someone who's had singing training, you know, I just, you know, ice cream is just so good. You guys, you guys can understand that, right? <laughs> it gave me a bit of pep in order to do this because I'm I'm one of those people who needs to be properly motivated to do things and that's not a very good thing. I really need help with discipline. So, um, yeah, the ice cream is just, you know, something I shouldn't be falling back on. <laughs> kind of like some people with coffee and other foodstuffs that are just, you know, helping them get through the day. That was me with ice cream. <laughs> anyway, so I've actually um, whipped out my notebook. Um, a while back I was jotting down some things I wanted to, you know, actually make sure that I hit on in this podcast um, certain subjects and just overall, an overall description of what this podcast is supposed to be. So I'll just read it out for you and um, then I think I'll start just going through some of my own personal history carefully and um, maybe we'll get a better sense about what this podcast will be about, some topics that will actually be brought up eventually and um, some topics I want to discuss with other people. I do recognize that some of the best podcasts are the podcasts where I, um, the people talking have other people to bounce their ideas off of. And at the moment, that's not the case. It's just me. Um, so I do hope to have some people on here who can, you know, who can give their opinion on my opinion and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, so uh, what I wrote down was, um, so the dedicated podcast, dedicated to uplifting American family, valuing the sanctity of life, and starving the beast. And I might actually start another podcast, particularly called Starving the Beast. I think that's an incredible title. I'm actually hoping if I do start another podcast, like with that, uh, that title, I think I do know exactly what that's going to be about, but I really want someone else to host it with me. So that's not why I'm doing it right now. Not yet, anyway. Please don't take my idea. <laughs> I love that that name for a podcast, Starving the Beast. Um, and the beast, of course, is referring to the biblical um, beast in the book of Revelations. And a lot of people have different um, different descriptions of what the Bible means by the beast. Um, and Revelations is not an easy book to read. <laughs> like I said, it was hard for me to learn about certain biblical ideas for a long time because I just, I don't like how scary a lot of the Bible seems to someone so young and so um, immature in the word. Um, but I, it's getting a lot easier, trust me, because I'm recognizing the love of my heavenly father that he has for me. And I know that, you know, of all the awful stuff that the Bible says is happening in the world, happening slash going to happen. The cool thing about that is the love of God does not change through any of that. You really want to stay within his limits, within his protection. And the promises of the world compare nothing to the promises of God because he's consistent. He's faithful um, to his children. And that really wants to make you make makes you want to make sure that you are one of his children. As a child, you are dependent upon your parents for your total care. And what's great is that not only is God a parent, he's a father, 
but he's the best father you could possibly want. Um, and I think people people's lives are not so great because their faith is so small. And you really get to see the miracles of God when you take time to build your faith. I'm not saying mine is, you know, built as great as it could be. Obviously, it's not. Most people aren't. Most people's faith are not built the way they should be. But um, I want my faith to be better. I want to be able to rely on God because I know it's better than relying on any other person. Um, wholeheartedly, I should say. And so reading about, you know, certain topics in the Bible is can be tough when you don't have anything um, strong to fall back on. But the main thing that helps me to learn about disturbing topics is that no matter what, God still loves me. Even though the world is looking pretty crappy right now, my father still loves me. Even though my the situation in my family is not the best and you know, my relationships with the people closest to me need a lot of help. My Heavenly Father still loves me. So, yeah, it does help. I don't know if that helps anybody listening. I really hope it does. Um, but that's what the beast means. Um, I don't think I even mentioned what the beast is. It, a lot of people think it's, um, I, th- I don't know if anybody thinks that the beast is an actual beast, like an actual animal, like a physical animal. My mother, I believe, believes the beast is um, the world system. Um, it's it's an evil entity, not of one person, but like you know a a a group. Not not only a group, but like an idea, but like more than an idea. It's hard to explain. <laughs> kind of like the Antichrist, you know, kind of the same thing. The Antichrist isn't one person. It's an entity, I suppose, or an idea, but more than that. I don't want to get into it all right now. We can have a whole other discussion about that later if that's a topic, you know, that you you listening want more information on, like that particular topic. We can definitely go into that one day. I need more clarification on it myself. If my mom even wants to come on this show, I don't know if she wants to. Um, maybe one day, if she feels comfortable with it, she can give her explanation about what those ideas mean to her what she's gotten from the holy spirit what she has gotten in all of her reading she's read the bible way 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 more than i have and um in a great majority of biblical ideas i do trust her and you know the thing is when you're having discussions it's good to have those discussions with people who respect the fact that your perspective may not be exactly like theirs even if they have the quote-unquote authority on it and my mother would never say that she had she's an authority on the Bible. I don't think she would ever say that. It's kind of an arrogant thing to say, I think. Um, because there's always more to learn. Even if you're, you know, you've gone to school for a certain subject for years upon years upon years and you have a high-paying job in that field, you still have a lot to learn. And I think it's quite arrogant to assume that you are an authority, like the ultimate authority on that subject still. That's just my opinion. I don't mean to offend anybody. Um, but yeah, it would be great to have my mom's uh, perspective on those topics on the show one day. Okay, back to my notes. Um, I also wrote down, dedicated to learning how to be the best me, 
as a sister, a daughter, and future wife and mother. Yeah, and that's that's the main idea. That's one of the main ideas for sure for this podcast because this is this is all about me learning, and this is something I've been talking about on social media for a while. I'm not on social media regularly, but when I am on social media, um, I like to emphasize that I am active on social media because I want to learn and I want to um, not assume that I am an expert on anything and I want to be humble about my presence in front of others. Um, and that's really important to me. I don't know if I can clearly explain why that's important to me. All I know is that I've, like I said, I've seen a plethora of examples of just pure arrogance when it comes to learning and and having knowledge and um, debating and things like that. And you can't really get nowhere when you adopt that arrogant attitude. You really do get nowhere. It does not help you at all. Um, and so I don't know how I came to realize that. I do, I do know that I remember as a kid, my parents really instilled in me that if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. And I really took that to heart at a certain age. I don't remember when. And it made me become a better listener. I could definitely be a better listener than I am right now because I tend to zone out when people are talking to me. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I tend to zone out and um, to go into my own little world. You know what my, my, what my brain does is it'll take a piece of what someone is talking to me about and it'll go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> So my ears will just completely shut off and then I'll just take something that they said and I'll just have fun with it in my mind, like go down that rabbit hole and just like obsess over that one thing that they said. <laughs> and then I wake back up and I'm like, oh my God, they're still talking to me. <laughs> it is so bad. It is so bad. I really need some help with that. Um... But anyway, it's become a, made me a better listener than I would have been if that idea was not instilled in me at an early age. So parents, if you're listening, definitely something to teach your children early and make sure that they understand it and understand why it's so important. Um, so this, is, this, this podcast is not about me being an authority on anything. This is about me being not nearly as knowledgeable as I should be or as I want to be. And this is about learning and continuing growth, being in a growing growth state. <laughs> I, man, my vocabulary really needs some help. Um, but you know what I mean, right? Um, so yeah, that's why I want to get some people who have lived certain experiences and can t uh, talk to both you and I on this show with compassion and with clarity. That would be really cool. About being a mom, about being a wife, about being a part of a family, like your role in the family. And yes, you should have a definitive role in your family.
because other people will have their definitive roles in your family and you can all complement each other. You do not have to be everything all the time, all at once. It's tiring. It's confusing. I want to have a role and I want to do it well. That's my goal. Let me see what else I wrote down. I wrote down many people of the younger generation generations feel bitter and purposeless. This lack of healing and direction will lead to another generation of fatherless homes, stunted fertility, and angry, violent children. The supportive family unit is becoming an obsolete concept. What can you do to change the course of degenerating American society? Um, what you can do is bring love and peace to your own home. <clears throat> the show will be a learning journey on mending broken homes while finding God and purpose along the way. And I wrote down deep diving into the broken family, broken American family and um, gen breaking generational curses. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's a pretty good uh, explanation right there. Pretty good description of what this show is going to be all about. At least I'm really hoping so. Um, I did write down some more ideas. Just give me a second to find them. Yeah. I did write down a lot of topics that I do want to cover. I know a lot of different, um, different uh, topics and ideas. All just kind of surrounding the idea of family and the many problems that it is. That it is coming up against. <clears throat> but just to keep these um, po uh, these episodes not too long, um, I'm just going to end this episode just by naming off some topics that I really want to get into. Um, first one, obviously, I want to give hope and encouragement to those with broken homes and families. I really, really want to do that. Um fatherlessness in the black community. Um, if you don't know, I am half black. I don't know if I prefer the term black or African-American. I really don't know. I need a more confirmed opinion about that. But black is just fine, I guess, because you will know what I mean by that. I'm a black American. Or half of me is black American. The other half is white American. So, um... I am not directly in touch with the fatherlessness problem in America, but you know, I am I am looking into it a lot because I think it is incredibly sad and should be addressed addressed and accountability should be taken. That's what I have come to realize thus far. Um narcissism, how narcissistic people are raised. We are definitely going to get into that. There is a growing number of narcissistic people in this country, in this world, but we're mainly focusing on America because I really can't speak for other countries right now. I'm an American, and I 
see the narcissism rising. And there are very particular characteristics of narcissistic people about how they were raised and how they live their lives and, you know, who they marry and what their lives become in old age and how their life started as children, you know, what were their, what were their, um, inspirations for their, the way that they developed into someone with either like definitively with that personality disorder or just someone who has the traits. I don't think like someone with certain, those traits, some of them, like the minor ones are all that bad. But man, like the, the more serious traits are becoming more and more prevalent. And just as a side note, like, I just wish that people would just be who they are. You know what I mean? Like, if you are a a-hole, just be an a-hole, you know? <laughs> Does that make sense? And if you're, um, I don't know, if you're a Christian, be a Christian. If you are a empathic person, be an empathic person. If you're sensitive, be sensitive. You know what I mean? You don't have to stay that way, but just be who you are and just don't manipulate people. Be who you think you are and let people decide whether or not they want to be with you or not. You know, I just, I hate manipulation. I hate it with a burning passion of a thousand suns. I do not like being manipulated. I don't like it when I see other people manipulating other people, you know, trying to hide who they actually are. No, be upfront with what you think. I mean, you don't have to put every little jot and tittle about what's on your mind out into the public. That's not a wise thing to do. But, man, that's a that's a thing that narcissists do. They try to make you think that they're a whole different person that they really are not. And maybe that's something that can't be helped, you know, like my comment about be who you actually are. Well... There is a actual kind of person out there who just cannot be who they actually are because they're really afraid to. And so they're desperate to put on a persona lest they be um, faced with their, their, own, um, their own flaws. Lest there be a mirror put up to their face. They hate that. And they would do anything to keep that from happening. Don't like it. Um, let me see. Why don't women want to be moms anymore? And that's, that's a very general statement, but, you know, and it, it, I probably shouldn't be making that general of a statement, but I think you all understand what that means. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Oh, I want to talk about my dream of becoming a family therapist. I've gotten a lot of comments saying that I would make a really good therapist. And actually that confirms something that I've been thinking about myself for a while since I went to therapy myself um, a couple of years ago. My own therapist told me that I would make a good therapist. And like I had sort of had thoughts about, you know, people telling me that like, oh, you're a good listener or um, you have a nice heart a kind heart or, you know, thank you for understanding. Thank you for listening. You know, that kind of, those comments I have gotten every once in a while. And, um, you know, I started, you know, actually taking, you know, stock of like actually 
taking those comments in. I'm like, oh, okay, well, thanks. I mean, you're welcome. I mean, <laughs> I mean, of course I'm going to listen to you. I mean, because you're, you've been kind to me. I mean, there's no reason why I shouldn't be kind and listen to what you have to say, even if I don't agree with it. You know, it's just like, that's what you do as a kind human being, right? Um, but then when my own therapist told me that I would make a good therapist, something in my, in my heart or my mind clicked. I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe I should be a therapist. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the thing is, it requires like to be certified. It requires a lot of schooling. And I have a rough history with going to school. And I don't know if I want to take the traditional route to become a therapist. I do want to have the right certifications, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I just don't want to... I don't know what I want to do or what I don't. I just want to help people and I don't want, I want to help prevent other people going through the awful familial problems that I've gone through. So yeah, we'll talk more about that later. Um, let me see here. This generation of women needs humility. Has anyone seen the whatever podcast? I've seen clips of it. And I definitely don't want this podcast to be like that one. Where a very, um, I guess what you would call a very based man brings on scantily clad women. And uh, questions them over and over again about why they live the lives that they live. And, you know, you get very viral clips from the women talking about what they actually think. And um, they go viral for very good reason, usually because they are very arrogant and out of touch with reality and um, need to come back to reality and accept, well... They can accept what they want to. I'm just saying, like, they they were not raised right. <laughs> oh, man, it's so sad to watch these young ladies who have so much potential, and they think that their value lies in selling their, their goods, if you know what I mean. It's just so sad. Mm. I want to help these women so badly. I want to help them so badly. Okay, let me get to one more before we get off of here. <clears throat> let me see. Try to find a good one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so am I allowed to speak as a non-mom? How about as a former child? I'm going to be calling out parents a lot on this show. And um, do I have a right to do this? <clears throat> I really don't know. I'm going to find out. <laughs> um, but the more and more that I think about the problems going on in our country, there's one thing that doesn't get, like when bad things happen, Obviously, bad things happen a lot because of adults. But those adults were children at one point. You know what I mean? 
Those adults who do bad things were children at one point who had parents, hopefully. Parents in their lives, at least one. Less and less often, there are two parents helping children to grow these days. Um, more often than not, children are raised in the system, being passed around, um, vulnerable to all sorts of atrocities, and are suffering traumatic things and don't know how, have never learned how to cope with those traumatic things. They're not raised with consistency and discipline and love and they don't know how to cope. They don't know how to reason out their feelings with reality. They don't know how to treat others the way they want to be treated. They are looking desperate for guidance. And I, I know in theory how hard being uh, how hard being a parent is. I have not gone through it yet myself yet. I am looking forward to it. Um, God willing, that will be me one day. And maybe I will eat a lot of my words. I expect that because I will actually have gone through it. But I do know that I want to take this time that I have right now to learn how to be the best possible future mom as I possibly can. Because that's what I know I can do as a woman as someone who has been told that is caring and kind and is a good listener and is a good teacher and is a good empathizer if if that if i if i can if i can take those qualities about myself and put it together with a lot of humility knowing that i'm i'll never be perfect if i can you know put together some semblance of a good future for my future family that will be the greatest thing I will ever do. And I have so much respect for women who put aside all their um, previous hopes and dreams and wishes for themselves in order to raise the next generation. It is one of the bravest things you could ever do. Same for dads. Dads who are alone raising their children or who do most of the raising of their children do not get enough credit. Dads can, are amazing if they are the right kind of dad. They do things right conscientiously and loving and compassionately they are just the best and um but I can't speak as I can't because I'm a woman I can't speak really speak about being a dad um maybe I'll speak about what I would have wanted in my own dad that maybe I didn't get or the things I did get that I appreciate but I want to speak to being a mom one day and all the moms listening, <clears throat> I know it's not easy being a parent, but you are raising the next generation. There is nothing, nothing more important than raising the next generation, making sure they are kept safe, making sure that they know everything, at least most things that they need to succeed in the world. The world around us is getting crazier and crazier and crazier. You will have to make sacrifices you never thought you would have to make. That does not make you a loser. That does not make you, um, I don't know what that would make you. I, I, I think people just don't understand the value of sacrifice. 
and and sacrificing in the right way and doing it humbly. I, I'm not going to go into it right now. Like there's a whole, um, there's a whole, like, what should I say? There's a whole lot behind that subject. I'm just saying that I, I hope I can convey the importance of parenthood and parenthood done right and why this country more than anything right now needs the family unit to stay together, not by force or by um, coercion or guilt, but out of genuine desire to be with each other genuine desire to uh, lift each other and motivate each other to be the best people we possibly can be. Knowing that there's a reason why God brought us together and not taking that for granted. You know, some people take our family, like their families for granted because, well, they're my family. They can't leave me. They can't hate me no matter what I do because they're my family and they would be in the wrong for not accepting me no matter what I do, because they're my family. And if they're not, if they won't accept me, who will? First of all, I mean, <laughs> oh, you are totally allowed to dislike people in your family. You are even allowed to, dis to distance yourself from your family if you do think they're not a good influence. That is absolutely allowed. From my knowledge that I have right now, I believe that's allowed. But I really wish I had a family that understood the importance of um, individuality and choice and the importance of um, how, how a family should grow with each other. You know, the, the kids grow up becoming adults, the adults becoming older adults, you know, just being self-aware and not taking each other for granted and being um, considerate and and able to have discussions that are productive and cordial and just, you know, a joy to have. There are certain people in my family, it is a joy to talk to them because they are willing to listen to me. They're willing to bounce their ideas off of mine and I'm willing to bounce my ideas as off, my ideas off of theirs. There's no malice. There's no putting down of ideas. There's just simple, good-hearted conversation. And that's just, you know, as me being an adult, talking to my other family members who are adults. There's a different dynamic, slightly different dynamic when you're a child. And um, I am going to be speaking to parents as a former, former child who needed certain things and never got them, who got certain things and are appreciative of, appreciative of them. And if you appreciate anything that I am saying right now um, or will say, there is a good chance that I got those characteristics, those traits, those ideas from um, my family, from my parents. There's a lot I don't agree about with my parents, and I will get to that eventually. A lot. Um... But I also know that my parents serve God or they do their best to. And they always, they, they are very good at pointing me back towards God. Especially my mother. She's like, look, this is what I believe the Holy Spirit's telling me. But you've got to have, you've got to hear from him yourself. You've got to do the digging and get the knowledge yourself. 
You've got to clean out your heart yourself. No one will do it for you. And you reap the consequences of your actions in this world. So make sure you know what the heck you're doing and do it with dignity. And do it with the knowledge that Jesus loves every single person that you encounter every single day. Not just, not just the people who pray to him every day. Not just the people who read their Bibles every day. They love the, Jesus loves the people who don't do those things every day. Jesus loves the people who are, you know, the Karens who show up at your workplace and give you a hard time. The, the, the weirdest people that you meet out on the everyday basis who are unfair and unkind. Jesus still loves them because he died on the cross. Being a innocent man died for their sins and died so that one day they would have a chance to turn their lives around and still spend eternity with him. Because in the end, he has, he has the choice to bring you into eternity and to sit by his side, to stand by his side for all of eternity, to be in his kingdom, to be in his family. He gets the ultimate decision, not you or I. You and I like to think we know who's going to go to hell or heaven. We don't know. <laughs> we do not know. Again, very arrogant thing to think that you and I know exactly who's going to hell or heaven. We don't know. We're not meant to know. All we're meant to do is just love each other as best as we can. And our goal is to look towards Jesus' example when he was on earth. What did he do? How did he treat everybody? That's our example. Anyway, I hope I've conveyed how important this subject is about calling out the parents, calling out their importance on the next generation about how much power that they can have how power of influence power and influence how much how much love and care and support that they can pass on to their families and the reason why discipline is good the reason why um consistency is good the reason why taking your children out of the system of the world is good so yeah um, so yeah, that was just, you know, going over the t more topics of this podcast of kind of just, you know, doing this episode, these episodes by ear, you know, just feeling, feeling out what I should be talking about, what I should be saying and doing. Don't really have a, you know, hard set, <laughs> um, plan. I don't have any notes beyond like the, the few that I've made in front of me. So I hope you like it. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you come back again for the next one. So it's a lot longer than I expected it to be, but oh well. I already said last time that I enjoy talking, right? I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, and um, yeah, you have a wonderful day. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.